This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What is up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to another Dead to Me After Show. Today we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episodes 9 and 10, I Have to Be Honest and You Have to Go. We'll be talking about condos, we'll be talking about confessions, and we'll be talking about lots and lots of crying. Stay tuned, you don't want to miss it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, guys? Welcome back to the last Dead to Me After Show Woo! season one. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm a little bit sad. Yes. This has become one of my favorite parts it. of the week. <laughs> Luckily, though, um, not to spoil too much for you, but we are renewed for season two. Yes. So exciting. So we'll be back in 2020, which is very, very exciting. As always, I'm Taylor Gates, and I'm joined by two really, really awesome panelists. Um, to the far left, we have Anais. What up? And to the slightly <laughs> less far left, we have Mia Hi. rocking some earrings today. Oh, yes. Yeah. Always bringing the statement earrings. That's you know. like very Judy earrings. I feel like my yeah, shirt's very Judy. So like, we really wanted to channel. We're supporting her. We, she too. needs it. She, she needs, needs it. it. She, she needs some support. She needs some good vibes from us. We're <laughs> Just also excited to talk about this. We yeah. not only are going to break down the episode, but we have an awesome game of Dead or Tread for you guys. We have some really, really cool news and lots and lots of other goodies. Before we actually jump in to break down the episode, what did you guys think of the, these last two episodes? Like, did it just give you everything you wanted? Are you wanting more? Like, where are we standing? Everything we wanted and more. Yes. I think we can all, maybe I'll say that. We'll, we'll dive into it. But I love that it started out episode nine with the dance scene mm-hmm. with Christina Applegate. It was so good. She's so good. Um, but I'm like, now we need a musical episode in, oh, in yes. season two. I'm yeah, waiting awesome. in 2020, the Roaring Twenties. It's going to be great. Um, and then also when Nick started like screaming at Steve, like, I gave him a talking to. I was like, oh, we're about to get served. We loved Mm -hmm. that. It all started off great. Yeah. I just was happy that a lot, it was like crazy, but good. (laughs) Crazy good. And I like that we got a lot of information, more information about what happened the night that Ted passed away and Mm -hmm. the ending. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely jaw-dropping, mm-hmm. but very exciting. We have yes. a lot to look forward to for the next season. Mm-hmm. Let's start off by talking about that intro scene that you briefly touched on, because I personally loved the way episode 9 started out. I thought it was awesome. Jen was, like, just absolutely slaying in that dance studio. And then we had it kind of juxtaposed next to Judy, who's painting the self-portrait. I love how they both channel this sort of grief and, like, all these feelings through art, but, yeah. like, very different yeah. kinds of art, which I thought was really interesting and Judy's painting just broke my heart because it was a self-portrait did you guys assume that the other paintings were the children she lost or is that like how you interpreted it I don't know I just was like have been thinking about that yeah I think I don't know I I didn't think at first like they were specific children she lost Mm -hmm. but I don't think it really hit me until we saw the self-portrait because before then we'd only seen like portraits of the children so yeah, I don't. I thought they were just like random kids. Sorry, um, but yeah, it made just it made me sad that to see that it was her and that the I 
all, everyone doesn't have a heart in all her pictures or I don't know I want to know like what something's that means. missing yeah. yeah yeah something like that and it was like obviously very sad because after we see that we have her on the couch and we have like one of the best acting moments I think where she's Jen's like you know how are you feeling and she's like better and you have her face just like trying to smile I thought that was just like that's what sticks out to me as like one of the best parts that she just like stick right in the middle for acting yeah. well because mm-hmm. she's just so good and we have a very sweet moment we have Henry making her the pancakes that aren't necessarily Aww. edible such that a was sweetheart cute. Though. that was cute oh, so cute such a sweetheart it's a thought that counts it yeah. is the thought that counts <laughs> yes and we have Jen saying that she's family now. Were you guys surprised she said that? Did you think that was, like, a little soon? Or did you think that it totally made sense? No, I think it made sense. She asked her to move in, so I hope yeah. she felt like family. They've been That's through a true. lot together. They bonded real quick, so I think she's family now. And the kids love her, so... I know. I and I'm happy they finally got to conversation about the miscarriages, too, because we saw a little bit at the retreat, but I think it took a long time to get into the emotional depth of Judy's mm. trauma, as opposed to Jen's, where we dove right in from, like, the very beginning, episode one. So yeah. it's just interesting to see how they both, like, kind of were weights at the end of the beginning of the season, end of the season. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's so true. I thought it was, I, yeah, just thought it was a very touching moment with her, you know, taking in that, that comforting role. Mm-hmm. But not all is, you know, nearly as well. We have Nick doing his investigation still. He is obviously at TKG Arts at the end of the last episode, and we see him realize that, you know, Judy's art is super expensive, like, something just seems off to him, and he finally talks to Steve, asks about the Mustang, and is just very suspicious about it all, um, and then he goes to the Laguna PD, but they don't really believe him, trust him, because he is on the psychiatric leave. Were you worried that he was getting so close, or did you think that someone else would step in and find a way to kind of defuse it? I think, I thought, I mean, he found out, I, I, it was kind of obvious, I mean, you would have to be kind of dumb to not really put it together. I think he had enough clues, and I was just thinking, Judy, I mean, it's kind of your fault. You kind of fed him a lot, you gave him a lot to go off on, so you're going to get found out. Mm-hmm. Retweet. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve is obviously very much not happy with this, which, mm-hmm. I mean, fair enough, kind yeah. of. Um, but he goes to Judy's work, and I, before he we see him do that, I thought it was really sweet that Judy asked for the raise to help with the mortgage, too, because it shows that she also yeah. feels like part yeah. of the family mm-hmm. and wants to help. I thought that was great. Um, and Steve is pretty livid, and he drops a bomb saying that if it comes down to it, she's the one taking the fall. He's not going to take any of the responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think that that's fair? Um, excuse me, no. <laughs> You're the one that told her to turn around she was trying to do the right thing oh. and you told her to turn around. So it's your fault too that she committed the crime because the crime was the running part and that's what you pressured her to do so you're also at fault i think it's 50 50 i just have to say how dare he you know what i realized when he just stormed into judy's job like this and was going off i think it's funny you see the juxtaposition between like judy going to steve's job and then Mm. steve coming to her job and then judy going to steve's house and steve coming to her house or to like find her at jen's house and he labels her as crazy, and, and then all the people in the office are like, she's crazy. But there's no one, like, when he comes in, it's just normal. 
You know what wow, I mean? Like, you're so right. And that's crazy. That, I mean, the whole thing is crazy to me. Judy's not crazy for that. She had to, like, you know, confront him how she wanted to, but it's so funny that he gets, like, no punishment and repercussion, whereas, like, she's called crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. The only one, you're right, really there who even tries to kind of stand up for her comforter is our pal Abe. 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 Yeah, oh, Ugly cries. <laughs> I love this moment. He tells her, like, listen, you do not let Steve push you around. Mm-hmm. He's just such a comforting guy, and I just love him for it. Yeah. Um, and I love how she took that advice and completely ran with it because mm-hmm. she goes right to the Laguna PD right back mm-hmm. and says that Steve is a money oh, launderer, dang. leaves into the files. I thought Go this girl. was, mm-hmm. yes, such a savage moment. <laughs> yes. I don't think we've seen her, like, I mean, we've seen her snap in ways, but this felt like the most, like, not out of character, but like I feel like she's channeling some of Jen in yes. this situation. Oh yeah, like, savage Jen energy. Um, big Jen energy. <laughs> big <laughs> Jen energy. Wait, <laughs> another shirt. Hashtag insurance. Here we go. Netflix, please just like make <laughs> this merch. I like we this. will purchase it. Will yeah. buy off the shelves. Pad, so I can write this. Obsessed. <laughs> just obsessed. Meanwhile, um, we have Judy and Steve on one side, and then we have. Jen, on the other, who ends up going to Lorna and asks if she can... Oh, wow. I see yikes there. What's that reaction? No, just, just jump right in. I, I, I can understand how that would hurt having to do that. Go kind of almost like beg for a job. To, to go to someone that doesn't like you and you don't like like, oh, yeah. you must be in a desperate situation to do that. So I just felt, felt for Jen. Yeah, agreed. Um, but it does show kind of, like, backtracks on whatever Lorna was saying a couple episodes ago at the birthday party about her, you know, not being the motherly type, because she does. She sacrifices so much for these kids. She just does it in her own sort of unique way. Mm -hmm. And so as much as I hated her having to do that, like, for her, I thought it was really sweet that she's, like, she will do anything for her family, Mm -hmm. including, you know, sucking up to her mother-in-law to get that job back. Um, I like that we learn more about the night Ted died through this scene as Mm -hmm. well. We learn that Ted actually called Lorna that night and she didn't answer because she was under the influence of sleeping pills, I (laughs) guess. Um, And Jen actually kind of reaches out and has a bit of an olive branch in that moment. It's like, it's not your fault. Do you think that was a comforting moment, or do you think that she just feels guilty about the involvement that we later learn that it was more like she actually believes it in that way? I think she feels a little bit guilty. Yeah. Yeah. out of guilt. And maybe it was a little bit of comfort, too. Yeah. I feel like at the end of all of it, their family, and even though they may have some friction... I think it's probably a little bit of both, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's true. And we do see uh, maybe a little bit of that. We'll get into it later. But with the whole Charlie situation, I, I would be interested to explore more of Jen and Lorna, actually, I think. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think that we have determined that they are sort of similar in, yeah. in different ways, even though they're, like, very much butting heads all the time. But mm-hmm. I think that relationship is really interesting, and, and that was really interesting to see yeah. um, between the two of them, too. We also have Jen really trying to prove herself for her to, like, prove that she earned this position and, like, can really be a good um, employee for her. And we have her showing Steve the condos. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of that? Trash. 
He is trash. Yeah. I mean, trash. I'm not even surprised. I actually, from, I think uh. the first time they met, maybe in the first episode, I, was, I thought he's going to somehow try to hit on her or hook up with her or something. So I kind of saw it coming. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, Steve. Just but, the sketchiest snake. I'm, I'm so you. glad she didn't fall for it, though. Me because maybe he could be so charming that maybe she would have fallen for it, but I'm glad she stayed strong. Like, yeah, no. me too. Yeah, even if so, I think that she does have that loyalty to Judy now, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how she kind of is doing it in a way that's, like, not trying to help him anymore. It's definitely trying to help herself because we have Judy offer up the debit card of his earlier, which I think mm-hmm. is so great. <laughs> and eventually he agrees to pay her $8.6 million in cash. Which Casual. Like, you can't you can't argue with numbers like that. So I was like, good for you. Get that bread, girl. Mm-hmm. Let's, get that bread. Let's do it. Get Let's that get coin. that bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so obviously she goes off to celebrate immediately, as you should if you get $8.6 million <laughs> sale and hefty commission from that, and buys mm-hmm. a bunch of new stuff, including Charlie's new laptop. Thought that maybe that would mend the relationship a bit, but that's not the case, unfortunately. Um, he says that he is going to live with Lorna, which he threatened at the top of the episode, but actually ends up following through on. Were you guys mm-hmm. surprised that wasn't just, like, something he said, something he ended up actually doing? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. I was. Um, and I, I actually, in this moment, how before you t- were talking about Lorna um, and Jen and whether it was, like, empathy and comfort, I based on Lorna and her face and her um, reaction to this when she came in to pick up Charlie, I actually think she felt bad. Yeah. Mm. She had a moment, and she said something snarky then, she was like, well, okay, like, thanks for doing that sale, like, see you tomorrow, or whatever she said, but in a moment, I think she did feel yeah. kind of bad about it. Yeah. I think we see it at the beginning of that scene, especially, and then at the end, she kind of, like, she cracks a joke about, like, you know, being all business at the sale, but I agree. I think yeah. there are, like, flickers of empathy, because, like, they do sort of have an idea of what each other is going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt so bad for her. And um, Charlie mentions that it's, you know, not just about the laptop. It's about what happened the night Ted died. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sure we're not going to figure out what happens for, you know, a long time. But we actually get it, like, in the next scene, which I was like, yes, we get some answers right away. Like, the payoff is so quick. I love that. I mean, not super quick. It's been burning since, like, episode (laughs) one. But, you know, that explicit comment. So let's talk about Jen's confession. Wow, that was some heavy stuff. Confession. Let's talk oh, about Jen's. Jen, sorry, then, yeah, we oh, have two, so many confessions. We have back to back confessions. <laughs> There's a lot of confessions. <laughs> Whoops, it's oh, all good. Sure. Absolutely crazy. Um, Jen and Judy are sitting by the pool, and pretty much all hell breaks loose. Jen talks about the night that Ted died, about how they had a fight, about he hadn't how he hadn't touched touched her since she got her mastectomy, which I thought was just <sighs> like such a real and very sad detail. Did you guys expect that to be kind of where it stemmed from? No. Mm -mm. Didn't see that coming at all. I didn't know he was so shallow. (laughs) I mean, you're already a cheater, but you're shallow too. I thought maybe it was maybe her anger. That would be a little bit more understandable why maybe that was causing a lot of problems, but yeah. Mm -mm. I have to say it was interesting commentary on um, just like blame and also just like shame in situations. And so, of course, like Jen thinks it's her fault. When, like, how is it her fault when, like, he wouldn't touch her after a mastectomy and she didn't feel very loved and then, 
you know, like, she just put a lot of the blame on herself, and I thought mm. that was, like, pretty interesting. The same thing with, like, just kind of, like, some toxic mas- masculinity. Like, Charlie also blaming his mom for right. what happened for walking out, and he doesn't really know, you know, the situation, even though they were fighting it right in front of him. It's just, um, the themes going on in that moment, I thought, were very interesting. But also... I have to say, I, I wanted a little bit more. Like, I wanted for the buildup to be that big and for Jen to have a confession. It was just like, I hit him, and then he walked out. I was like, no, I wanted something juicier. Like, you just mm. hit him. I mean, that's not okay. But still, I was like, oh, I wanted something. I wanted it to be like an explosion of something. You know, I don't know if anybody yeah. else felt that way, but I th- that makes sense. I did really like that. That is kind of where it did stem from, though, just because I think, like you were saying, the themes and the commentary. I think it's such a commentary on like femininity as well, and like yeah. what makes you feel like a woman and like empowered and the fact that we had planted this back in like the scene when they go see Bambi at the global restaurant Um, (laughs) and I like how they kind of carried that plot line through and I'm also really kind of interested because I know that we know um, Christina Applegate like is the one who suggested that be kind of a facet of her character Oh, like about her having a mastectomy and the breast cancer it was like her idea for the storyline Oh wow! so the fact that she I guess influence the storyline that much and like one of the really like the peak conflict area I think is really kind of mm, interesting and kind yeah. of cool but obviously really really sad at the yeah. same time yeah. Um, so yeah we get that whole breakdown which is beautifully acted saying that like he couldn't even be in the same room as her she feels guilty she thinks mm-hmm. she killed him and she keeps repeating that she hit him like I hit him I hit him and then we have Judy say she hit him. She mm-hmm. hit him. That transition, like, what What writing right there? Yeah, that was amazing. And that mm-hmm. pause right after, like, that flicker on Jen's face, like, can we just, like, dissect that moment? Like, Oof. what were you guys thinking and feeling during that? Because I think that was, like, the epitome of the show for me. I was just thinking, oh, shoot. <laughs> What's going to happen now? Just bracing myself for some explosion. <laughs> Yeah, I was so scared because Jen was abnormally quiet. Jen's never that quiet. And I was like, what is going to happen? She just kept letting Judy talk. And I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Kind of like the teeth pot kind of thing. You're just like, Mm. it's like boiling, boiling, boiling. (laughs) I was kind of waiting for that. She was so hurt. She was really hurt. Yeah, because we've built up the fact that, like, loud and angry is kind of normal for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the fact that she's so quiet is, like, scarier than we've... Definitely scarier mm-hmm. than the pilot when she yelled at her. Oh, yeah. Her just looking at her, like, dead in the eye. Like, oh, what a great choice to do that. Yeah. Just waiting to see that final explosion was, like, so terrifying. Yeah. I did feel still bad for Judy in this moment, though. Like, she's asking, you know, her to forgive her, saying that it was dark, like, there was a bend. She... You know, is just kind of explaining that she just wanted to be her friend and she ended up loving her so much. And I think that's a testament to how, you know, they've developed this character, like someone who's, you know, admitting murder. Yeah. And we all feel bad for her. Did you guys also feel oh, yeah. for her yeah. in the scene? Yeah. Whew. And then we have Jen say that the only way she can fix this is that she can die. And then she walks oh, in the house. That was Oh my gosh, that was hurt. Yeah, it hurt <laughs> hearing that. It did. My like, heart hurt my heart. Wow, like what a moment. Yeah. That's not how it ends, though. We get a couple more little scenes after that that hint at the future. And just rubbing salt in the wound because Judy goes to 
her like only other pal, the only person that's on her side, and Abe's Mm. dead. Um, most crushing moment of this season? Question mark. Yeah, question mark, exclamation mark. Gosh, that hurt. Because it's just like literally, you're kicking her when she's like never been lower. Yeah, and then she never even got to say goodbye, which makes it even worse. That was ad lib too. Fun fact. Oh really? Yeah. Really? That when she said that she She never never got to say goodbye. goodbye. Oh. Oh. Like, honestly, just the fact that actors are bringing so much to this makes the show another level of just amazing and painful at the same time. We also get a little teaser. Uh, Jen grabs a gun. Mm. And you know the old saying, like, when there's Mm. a gun introduced, like, it's going to be used before this whole thing's over. So there's a yikes there. Um, Before we talk about the finale episode, what is happening here at AfterBuzz TV? Because even after, you know, this show ends, we still have shows going on here. We have so many shows going on. um, And we just want to stop for a second and just say (laughs) thank you guys so much for watching, for watching this show, for watching AfterBuzz as a network. Um, You guys are making us the ESPN uh, TV talk, so that's just really great, and we're really grateful for you all. Um, If you have a moment, comment below. We love comments on this show. We read them all. We reply to them. So leave one below. Um, Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube to this channel, to all the AfterBuzz channels because there's more than one. Um, And then give us a five-star rating on iTunes with how we keep making content. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just thank you so much. I know it means so much to all of us that we get to talk about TV, something we love, especially this show. Um, So yeah, thank you again. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, guys, definitely check us out because we're not going anywhere. We're still very active on this network. Even Mm -hmm. when Dead to Me is on, it's hopefully very brief hiatus. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Put it out next week. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys, let's talk about this finale. The intro scene, incredible. I love, like, the really happy music playing Mm -hmm. while Jen is just trashing the guest house. How did she get that much stuff? I know, Judy she really acquired so many things. <laughs> she really did. I don't know. I wonder well, what the I mean, time is supposed to be. Did she get like, a bunch of her stuff from storage? That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Makes sense. Sense. I know, pays attention I know also because I have a yeah, lot of stuff, did. too. So <laughs> I would have a lot of things oh in there. Oh, my gosh. Well. And I love the, the people installing like, the video cameras and yeah. stuff. They didn't even question it. It's such Denzel a good smoking opening. a cigarette, burning clothes in a it's grill. Like, we're just getting and they're paid. Like, you know, we're just here to... We're getting paid, It's fine. So. You'll have yeah. it. Like, we'll ADT, just, too. I love we how We see crazy rich people do <laughs> crazy stuff all the time. So. That's a good point. <laughs> and then we also get these parallel religious ceremonies, which I thought yeah. was super interesting. Because this show is all about, like, the yin and the yang and, like, mm-hmm. the juxtaposition of two, like, very different things, which yeah. I think is cool. We have Henry getting baptized. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Like, holy harm risers have finally... Him. You know, just got into his soul, which is amazing. Jen is not thrilled about it, which I think is just very in character for her. Mm -hmm. And interesting that we have such an anti-religious person on television, because I feel like that's, like, pretty rare. So Mm. it's kind of interesting. Um, But then we also have Judy attending the um, ceremony for Abe, and she's finding a lot of comfort in it. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you guys think of that? Because she's, like, you know, inquiring about heaven or hell, like, maybe a little worried that she's going to be going to hell. Um, Yeah, I just want to know what you guys thought about the ceremony scenes. Uh, I thought it just, yeah, I I like that, you know, it was interesting, like, very 
different, I guess, um, that Judy was, you know, more finding comfort into it. She was actually enjoying it, and Jed was like, oh my god, get me out of here. <laughs> so I think, you know, you can find who you can relate to there in those situations, and, you know, I think it was it was kind of an important, I guess, lesson about forgiveness. Yeah. So it was nice to hear. Yeah. And I think it was... Um, Interesting to see, like, the comment you made about Jen. You know, she's sitting there. She doesn't agree um, with the whole baptism. But I think she's a better mom than she thinks she is Mm. because sometimes it's not all about being there physically. You know, she's, like, working hard to provide for her family. But I think it's also just in the parenting. And to let him be be baptized and do what he feels like he needs to do Mm. and support that and, you know, maybe make your comments aside but still be like, turn around and be like, we're rooting for you. Like, that's That's, a good mom, you know? Um, So I thought that was really Mm -hmm. interesting. And then, of course, the whole, yeah, the definitely juxtaposition was pretty cool, too, because it's all part of grief and getting over. Absolutely. I think that's a really good point that you bring up about her, you know, allowing her kids to kind of you know, do their own thing yeah. as long as it's not selling drugs at school, which yeah, is, I exactly. feel like, a fair yeah. boundary to have. <laughs> yeah. We also have the house tour scene kind of directly um, after this. We have, um, we find out that Steve has pulled out his deposit mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons that, you know, yeah. aren't apparent to Jen, but are very apparent to us. And we get Lorna, who is just you know, kind of furious at Jen and letting her, you know, know that in a very kind of subtle, not necessarily subtle, but she's like, yeah, go um, pass out these pinwheels and clean Mm -hmm. the bathroom. I was like, you are just a piece of work, (laughs) aren't you? And we get Jen sneaking up on her. I love how even though, or we have Judy sneaking up on her, we have Jen like furious and Judy's still like throwing out compliments. You look really nice I know. today. <laughs> so classic. Judy. Yeah, classic Judy. Judy. <laughs> yes. Honestly though, what did you guys think of that scene? It was one of First my favorites. First of all, I love dresses and I love Judy's green dress. Her wardrobe is amazing. I love dresses. So. Looking good girls. Yeah. And that scene was just, I thought it was so just intense. You mm-hmm. know, you could just feel like Christina Applegate, you know, Jen's fury. It was amazing. Just I just, I love them. They're amazing. So. Yeah, I thought this was a really standout full circle moment from first episode, Mm -hmm. um, just because I immediately, when I saw this, I thought back to the episode when they were sitting by the poolside, they had just met, and they were watching TV, and Jen told Judy, like, oh, you don't want to be on the receiving end of my Mm -hmm. anger. And then this, to me, was, like, the biggest blow-up. We think of all other times, like, Jen has maybe yelled at her, but this was, like, the biggest, and I thought that was really interesting. She said the F word so many times in the scene. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, like, did it so well. (laughs) Added so much flavor to each one. Exactly. I also, but like, it was so intense, but there were, like, some, like, honestly, I laughed out loud at some points, yeah. just because of their dialogue was just, like, so good back and forth. Like, Judy's like, I promise I'll turn myself, and she's like, well, I already turned you, and you're a sociopath. <laughs> like, that's kind of fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she warns her about the gun, so, you know, we're bringing up the gun again, which is, yikes. And Ooh. speaking of that, we have... Jen and Karen. So we bring back another person from the pilot, like, which was so funny because it sort of paralleled the casserole scene that we started back with way before That's we the knew. That's bookend. Yeah, of the series is which Karen, I'm, I'm a the casserole for a good bookend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was so good. Yeah, and Jen. Ask her to hang out. Were you guys surprised, like, that she even wants a new friend at this point? <laughs> oh no, I, I mean, mm. I thought. 
I'm, I don't know. I thought it was nice of her to give Karen a chance because she thought me, you know, I've been screwed over by all these people or these people just hate me. <laughs> you know, I've been abandoned by everyone. No one wants to be around me anymore. Karen seems to want to hang out because she gave me a casserole. So let me give her a chance. <laughs> I love that her name's You know? <laughs> Mexican lasagna. I mean, Christian nice doesn't really want to work with me. You know, I don't have, you know, a guy, Lorna hates me, my kids hate me. Well, not Henry, but, yeah. you know, so let me have one person my age that you know, I, it's just my friend didn't betray me. and Yet. Yeah. And I think that <laughs> yeah. kind of says a lot and I, I never really, I guess, thought about that part specifically, but it says a lot about Jen too, because she's a hard exterior, but kind of, I think she just doesn't want really want to be alone. Like, she it's needs just a, hum- a companion. It's, it's she needs someone, you know? Uh, all of us, you know, as humans, we need some kind of companionship. You know, yeah. we not all, everyone wants to be alone all the time. You know, we want to have you want to feel some connection to other human beings at one point because, you know, when they put people in solitary confinement, they go nuts. You mm. need some kind of, like, human interaction at least once in a while. Everyone needs a Judy. That's mm-hmm. so true. And while Jen and Karen don't exactly hit it off as friends, like, at all. <laughs> yeah, so weird. Jen gets, I feel like, what she kind of always wanted out of it, which is she wants um, Karen to train her how to use this gun. And Karen also drops a great piece of information that definitely comes back, which is if someone is not leaving your property and you want them to, you can totally shoot them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're just going to plant that little seed. At that point, I knew. I was like, someone's dying before this season oh, is yeah. over. Like, there's too many hints for it mm-hmm. not to happen. Yeah. But who it was was a little bit of a surprise, but we'll yeah. get to that. Um, we also have Judy being really sweet with the money and the kids still. She withdraws every single thing from her bank account, um, which makes it so Steve can't do it later, which is like, good for you, Judy. Way to get it right off the get-go. And goes to Holy Harmonizer's practice. Just like the best scene in the whole world. I was getting you know, kind of, I mean, that was sweet, but also, Judy, I love you, but sometimes you put yourself in situations. I mean, Jen told you to stay away from my kids and you're still gonna go, okay, I'm gonna be, like, oh my god, I know. let's go watch the whole I understand, yes, you're really kind, but do you wanna get shot, girl? Do you wanna get shot? Why? That's a valid concern. Yes. Don't but do the it. scene, besides being a little bit dumb, is very sweet. Yes. She gives Henry the bird, which obviously mm-hmm. has connotations considering he thinks that it's his father. But yeah. not only that, it has, we later find out, $500,000 in it from Oof. that bank account, which I thought was really sweet and really selfless. Were you guys expecting there to be that twist? I I think it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. It's Just because Judy, she mentioned the so, account earlier. And she wanted to help out in the previous episode, you yeah. know, the raise and everything. So it was like, okay, this is my way of helping out. Right. And we get, um, when Jen finally sees that bird, she's, like, very concerned about Henry's well-being for, you know, good reason mm-hmm. and says... Like, look, you can't talk to Judy again. If anyone comes near this house, like, you let me know. And kind of right as if on cue, like, the alarms start going off, which... That was scary. Was scary. I know. I was like, I don't think it's Judy. I don't know. It turns out to be Charlie, and they have a really, really sweet conversation Mm -hmm. in their typical bantry way, like, telling each other not to be assholes anymore, which I thought was super funny and Mm -hmm. super in character. They're alike. For the both of them. They are alike. Um, I really like that moment. thought it was sweet, though, because I think it tied up a lot that's been, like, building since the pilot, too. Yeah. I'm -hmm. sure we'll have, you know, more pill-selling situations in the future, but maybe not to that extent (laughs) now that we've maybe made up. Right after Charlie comes home, we have another visitor, Mm. Steve. 
Um, he is being his typical Steve self. He's, you know, super, super angry looking for Judy. And then he also starts talking about the um, night of the accident. And he makes it all about himself. He's like, I feel like we're in this together. It was one of the worst moments of my life, oh, too. Oh, I hate him. Let's, let's oh, expand gosh. on those grunts. Oh, yeah, before you had said, oh, it's every man for himself. And now you're like, oh, shut up. Shut up. Oh, I'm so tired of it. I just knew something bad was going to happen. As soon as he walked in, I, it wasn't a shock to me, the ending, honestly. Just because I... After, like you said, there's so many hints. This show, the thing is, it has twists, but they've hinted at every single thing that has happened. And so I was like, oh, it's going to be one of them. Like, Steve either brought a gun because he's going to do something bad to Jen or it's the other way around. So Yeah, for sure. Still crazy. So, so (laughs) crazy. Um, There's a lot of tension built there, obviously. And I love that Jen is still defending Judy in ways, especially Mm -hmm. with Steve, because I think she hates Judy, but I think she... I think it's pretty much even, like, how much she hates both of them here, yeah. maybe even. But also, I think because she knows, she's gotten to know them both, she knows uh, Steve is pretty much just a douchebag through and through. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, wobble. and Judy, she's seen her kind <laughs> moments and everything, so she's probably going to defend her a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, I love that. And she finally was was putting everything together like okay you know Judy might have been the one driving but he's the one that didn't let them go back like he's you know just as if if not even made more responsible for because the crime is running the crime is running no car no crime we've learned so much this Mm -hmm. season Um, but it eventually escalates he said he's not leaving until she tells her where Judy is and um we see her pull a gun. We don't hear any gunshots or anything. But at the same time, we see Judy, who was walking along the same road that Ted was um, killed on, which I thought was just so heartbreaking, seeing all the passing cars. Were you guys terrified during that? Um, I, I kind of saw it was coming, because yeah. she kept saying, like, I'm going to, you know, I want you to yeah, die. She's going to, yeah, do something like that. So it was a surprise. <laughs> Thankfully, the car does stop, though, Mm -hmm. and then she sees that she has a call from Jen saying, look, you need to come home, which I love how she called it home, because it's like she's still part of the family. that was cute. And we see the final shot, which is uh, Steve face down in a pool, not alive. Mm -hmm. What the frick? Scale of 1 to 10, how surprised were you? Uh, I don't know. Well, you didn't watch all of it at first, so yeah, how surprised were you? I mean, I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think he was going to die. I just thought maybe some kind of confrontation was going to happen, so I was a little shocked, but not, but happy. (laughs) Yeah. I would say like a five, because like I said, like, it was like something was going to happen, and so you knew it was bad news, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't that much, it wasn't. It was kind of, I don't want to say it was satisfying, I, but like, it kind of was. It kind of was. It kind of was. And also just the way it was shot, too, made me like it more. Just, just the, the composition music. of it. Yes. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ends the actual breakdown portion of it, but we have something that ties right into it. Mm-hmm. Mia, what is our dead or tread question today? So we have our final dead or tread question. We're just doing one. Because it's the ultimate question, the whole question of the entire season one. So, if um, your best friend confessed to the murder of your significant other, would they be dead to you? Or would you move forward and just tread lightly? Well, I I think for me it depends on the motive. Like, if it was an accident, 
I would under be more understanding. Yes, I'll be upset, but if it's an accident, you know, you're I can tell you're visibly upset and you feel remorse, then I would have some more sympathy. But if you're like, I freaking wanted to kill your husband, then obviously you're dead to me, you know. So yeah. I think for me, you know, that would I would take that into account. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would hopefully be able to forgive them, but I don't know that I'd be able to like hang out with them and oh, see yeah. them all the time. I think that just remind me too much of it. So yeah. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm a strong enough person to do that. <laughs> Maybe dead. Yeah, something in the middle. I don't know. I feel like um, it, that's hard. It's really hard. And this is what this whole series explores. It's like this whole gray area, right? I, I, oh, gosh, I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I would say, maybe dead to me. Yeah, maybe dead to me. Because even if it was an accident, like, what if you, if you moved? If it was this situation, you moved in with me. Also, also you're my friend. You lied to me. This yeah, whole there's time. a lot of layers. Well, yeah, there's a lot of layers as well. If you were straight, you like, if secret. it was an accident, and you were straight up honest with me right away. Then I'll take that into account. Okay, it was yeah. an accident. Yeah, you were honest with me. But if you lie to me, then it's harder for me to forget yeah. because I just don't like liars in general. So yeah. do not freaking lie. Like to me. we get it. You're considering my feelings and like you didn't yes. want to tell me. For but a long I'll time, but at the same time, more. come on, girl. I respect you more if you're just honest. Just yeah. give me the harsh truth because it's just it hurts w- even more when you found out that you know it was, they were lying to you the whole time. Secret so. yeah. that's fair. Mm-hmm. We have a consensus. Yes, <laughs> boom. <laughs> we just figured did. it out. <laughs> we also have some really cool news besides just having a season two, which is obviously probably the most exciting news of all. So. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about a fan theory real quick Oof. about who might have killed Steve Pretty because cool. we don't actually see him get shot. Oh, so snap. A genius, somebody called him genius here, not me, Karen? <laughs> the cosmopolitan. Uh, somebody on uh, Reddit um, said that it was Karen. Oh, what? Because, <laughs> because they said that uh, her surprise return in the final episode was not an accident and that they were saying that, according to the theory, Karen snuck back back over to see what was going on after uh, Jen's alarm went off and so oh she so she heard the argument between like Jen and Steve and everything so she was the one that ended up shooting him because he the way he was on the like laying on the pool means it was shot from the back so it was somebody that shot him from the back and like Jen was in front of him forensic expert here so, <laughs> wait can I throw something else in there maybe Charlie because isn't he a gun dude well, no, oh, somebody said, some, no, they said that Char- it couldn't have been Charlie because he went inside the house and they had taken the gun away from him. Uh, yeah. So, who knows? He could have not given it back. I don't know. And what. another piece of news <laughs> is why um, Liz Feldman talked about why they never showed uh, Ted's face. You never saw him the whole show. And th- that was on purpose uh, because this is Jen and Judy's story. That's why. Uh, she said that you were. She was hoping that you would be able to feel for Jen without ever needing to see Ted. And she said, "I've seen the presentation before of these idealized dead husbands or idealized person that our hero has lost." And she thought it was more interesting to see it through Jen's eyes and experience it all through her and not look to her past. And she said that Dead to Me is a story about two women whose lives are specifically not defined by the men with with which they once Mm. cohabitated with. And she said, my goal was always to show an example of a strong female friendship that was really complicated, but at the source of it was genuine love and support and intimacy. And also a really cool fact is that Applegate, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini had not met before they 
uh, filmed this show. So they're kind of bonding. Their friendship was kind of like genuine on screen. They were bonding kind of on screen. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I think you can tell. It feels very Mm -hmm. authentic and like it really built up. Yeah. That's awesome though. Guys, unfortunately, we are out of time. There's just always so much to talk about here. But I want to hear your guys' predictions. I want to hear the fans' predictions. So where can everyone find you guys on social media so people can find out your predictions and share theirs with you as well? Can you find me on Instagram at more than you think seven? And my quick prediction is that quoting the Steve Miller band, they're gonna take the money and run to Mexico. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Jen and Judy, great. Yes. Here for Louise, Judy, and Jen. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at yours truly Mia, Twitter at hot me- uh, hot mess Mia. They're all the same. Um, and I think that we're gonna get more dark secrets. Are gonna come out about Ted. We're I love find it. out more about their background. Yeah, I love it. You guys can find me on tw- Twitter at alpha underscore Ann. Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. My mom's prediction is that they're going to hide Steve's body in one of the condos. I really like that. I'm going to roll with it. So we will see you guys next season, season two. And until then, we'll buzz you later. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 